Hello and welcome to another edition of Business Lines Agri and Commodities podcast called Field Notes. My name is T R Vivek, and as ever, I am joined by M R Subramani, Business Lines Agri and Commodities editor. Uh, hello, M R S. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. In this edition of uh, the Field Notes podcast, we will be discussing India's attitudes and vacillating approach to BT cotton and genetically modified crops in general. India allows genetically modified seeds only for cotton, and this was introduced early 2000s by the then uh, Atal Bihari Vajpayee government. Genetically modified cotton is a plant that contains a pesticide gene from the bacteria Bacillus thuringiensis which is by the acronym BT and uh, it has been grown in india for the last 20 years this pesticide now produced in each BT plant cell it it protects the plant from bollworm you know an insect called bollworm and thereby increasing yields and reducing the need for insecticides and pesticides mrs and team have been doing a series of stories on BT cotton in india so this is why we decided to have a, a podcast on this vexatious and uh, highly polarizing issue uh, mrs what is the latest what, what is happening on with bt cotton in india why is there suddenly a lot of noise around uh, the latest noise is over environment minister javadekar telling parliament that uh, states have not got back or states have said that they are not going to carry out research for bt brinjal actually the central government had said that states will give the clearance for holding field trials in bt brinjal but that is not happening no state has uh, got back and uh, the government has decided that they are not going to go ahead with field trials of bt brinjal now this has been hanging fire since 2009 the fear is that because there is no research uh, there could be no progress as far as crop development is concerned farmers across the country particularly in places like maharashtra telangana andhra pradesh uh, gujarat uh, haryana they are all uh, you know they are all looking for uh, the latest technology in crop development in crop science they want the latest science for their crops they feel that they are being denied by uh, the government not going ahead or not allowing any um, progress on the genetically modified organisms technology or what you call gmo technology uh, uh, practically i mean basically because there is there is opposition from a section so uh, that is one of the reasons why the government hasn't there was a moratorium until 2019 supreme court had come up with a moratorium on uh, bt quarter uh, anything to do with gmo since uh, till 2019 this happened because there was an appeal against the allowing bt brinjal in india so okay. an expert committee had gone into it studied it and it was stayed till 2019 after 2019 it was up to the government to allow uh, the latest in gm technology uh, but the government asked said that it for the states to uh, allow all these uh, field trials but that is not happening there are other reasons yeah. that we can discuss mrs will come we'll, we'll come to bt brinjal in a bit um uh, would you like to give us a historical sense of why 
bt cotton is important for india uh, bt cotton now i think accounts for more than 90% of all the cotton grown in india it's it's hugely popular yeah. and it is credited with uh, uh, you know a paradigm shift in india's cotton yields can you give us some historical perspective about uh, this transformation story that uh, gm uh, uh, bt bt cotton has claimed to have uh, ushered in india it all started around the late 90s and early 2000 what had happened is india's cotton production began to stagnate around the 170 lakh bales one bale is 170 kg so the cotton uh, production stagnated around 170 175 it wasn't going beyond 180 that was one Two, what has happened is in Pakistan, somehow they got hold of one of the BT varieties, so that came across the border, and Gujarat farmers began using uh, BT cotton without any approval. See, it was an illegal cultivation of BT cotton in parts of Gujarat. That happened. So what accounts for the popularity? Why why were farmers using illegal BT cotton seeds from Pakistan from across the border? See, the the BT gene in the cotton prevents pests. what happened uh, the the problem with the cotton plant is they are prone to pest attack so they were using a lot of pesticides insecticides to control pests if somebody can recall what happened in andhra pradesh in the late 90s quite a few uh, cotton farmers who committed suicide because they all uh, lost a lot by going in for this pesticide and there were cases when this pesticide even didn't yield results for the cotton plant there was a lot of losses there was a lot of human human cry was raised over the deaths of farmers uh, it, it was a sensation in the late 90s of the deaths of farmers in andhra pradesh so there was yeah, essentially the, the, the whole uh, vidarbha vidarbha and central indian belt was uh, had become infamous for uh, farmer suicides and most of them happening to be cotton farmers no this is this is later but initially the problem whole problem happened in andhra pradesh where farmers all spent a huge sums on insecticide pesticide but they were not able to get the returns and they were and those two sets uh, raised a queue and led to queue and cry and more importantly what i want to point out is the north indian growing states like punjab haryana and in rajasthan you have the gangnagar tract very fertile region there what happened was the production dropped to as low as 20 lakh bales and what happened was what they said was that the cotton varieties in north india had lost their potency they had to bring in new varieties if you had to really see any development as far as the yield and production was concerned all these uh, actually uh, forced india to look at various alternatives thus was born this bt cotton alternative which was approved by the vajpay government in 2002 so we went we went ahead with uh, bt cotton and within 4 years time we were really doing very well uh, with regard to the production of new varieties and we saw immediate results as per cotton production is concerned it it started increasing gradually uh, today if you see uh, india's production is anything around uh, if let us go by what the government has said uh, the government has got a committee on cotton product uh, uh, cotton production and consumption it has said that for the the current cotton season that began in october 2020 our production will be 371 lakh bales uh, we had even scaled up to 380 uh, but we are coming down a bit because the yield is dropping no new varieties have come in another issue that the government has to look into because cotton farmers are getting impatient uh, so the yield is coming down because again no new varieties have been coming but still we have made rapid ground see uh, 
almost 200 lakh base higher than what we had uh, 19 years ago and uh, india would now rank what uh, second or third largest producer of cotton india is the second largest producer after china okay 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 and but and, it is uh, but it is among the largest exporter it's okay. always a so toss up between india and uh, uh, us i i i was i was reading a piece uh, some years ago by professor ashok gulati hmm. Uh, who claim that BT Cotton uh, has accounted for nearly uh, an additional revenue of 64 billion dollars in terms of the exports uh, that we have uh, done from say uh, from from the time BT Cotton was introduced in 2002 mm-hmm. to 2018. Mm-hmm. You know, so that is that is the kind of uh, uh, increment uh, incremental benefit that BT Cotton uh, yeah. has accrued accrued to the country. um but ibaras uh, last year there was an interesting study by uh, two very eminent uh, cotton scientists you know one was keshav kranti uh, who was a former uh, uh, director of uh, india central institute for cotton research and who is now the uh, head of the technical division of, at the washington based international cotton advisory and uh, uh, along with professor uh, glen davis stone who is also a renowned cotton expert they came out with 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 the long range study which 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 says that the bt cotton really hasn't given india uh, that great an advantage you know um, so their their contention is that uh, productivity for most crops in india have been going up since since 2003 uh, uh, you know but the increase was especially large in cotton but bt cotton had virtually no effect on the rise in cotton yields because it accounted for less than 5% of india's crop at that time and they also point out to uh, various large scale irrigation schemes uh, that took place in gujarat and and madhya pradesh belt at that time uh, mm-hmm. and that was more responsible for the increase in output rather than the introduction of bt cotton uh, where where do you stand on this debate uh, see uh, uh, dr kranti is is a very renowned cotton scientist and uh, there is that i mean he he could be right but what i would like to point out is that all this development that have happened because in the cotton is because of bt cotton today bt cotton accounts for uh, almost 95% of the total production without mm-hmm. this bt cotton i don't think that we would have made so much of progress because traditional varieties were always susceptible uh, to uh, attack by pests and uh, insecticide mm-hmm. farmers have taken interest in cotton especially in bt cotton only because they had to spend less on insecticides and pesticides mm-hmm. it was it was a recurring problem so but he has a point in the sense in the last few, uh, few years say like uh, say around 2014 15 even these bt cottons are now uh, getting uh, prone to attacks by pests and insects especially um, the uh, uh, they in particular regions of maharashtra and uh, other places that is why now farmers are now demanding htbt cotton the herbicide tolerant bt cotton where mm-hmm. uh, you can spray the, the glyphosate and uh, nothing will happen to the cotton you you spray the glyphosate to kill the weeds that grow on your farm and uh, nothing will happen to the cotton plant because it can tolerate the herbicide again there are a lot of uh, uh, you know controversies over that particular chemical but nothing is proven yet scientifically okay Okay. Now I I I just quote from uh, uh, Professor Stone's interview, recent interview that I was reading, and he says, you mm-hmm. know, based on based on the paper that they've written, uh, 
um, he says that, uh, and I quote, now farmers in India are spending more on seeds, more on fertilizer, and more on insecticides. Our conclusion is that BT cotton's primary impact on agriculture will be its role in making farming more capital in intensive rather than any enduring agronomic benefits. That seems to be a rather scathing indictment of, of, of India's BT cotton push. Yeah, that, that is why uh, I think there is an urgent need to introduce new varieties. We have not introduced any new variety since 2006. They have a point, that's what I'm saying. They have a point in the sense we have not come up with any new varieties. Be it, we have only allowed BT only in cotton. We have not brought into food uh, on the food aspect. We wanted to bring it uh, in the BT Pringal. There has been opposition. The courts intervene now. Everything has been, uh, you know, there's a, there's a real setback. BT cotton, there is a point in the sense that after 2006, we have not, uh, you know, introduced any new variety. What happens is over a period of time, the insects develop uh, the resistance. The same thing what we are witnessing with regard to COVID, you know, like COVID, we had been tackled, uh, we tackled one variety. And by the time we finished tackling this, there was another variety. Which is a mutation. Up. Yeah, mutation. So the same thing is happening with regard to beauty cotton. They're absolutely right. And that is why there is more urgent need to come up with new varieties. Uh, unfortunately, we are not making much headway. And uh, the almost all, I mean, uh, each and every company that has been involved in research and development of uh, genetics are now winding up their operations or have almost cut down their uh, uh, expenditure as far as the R&D is concerned in India. Because of the opposition that there is to BT cotton in India? Not because of opposition, because what I would call is uh, a policy uh, inertia. Okay. There's been, there's been virtually uh, pol no policy uh, that is allowing this to be taken up. Like we need okay. the government to tell them, okay, you take up, we'll support you or you take up, let us look at the best option that will not happen. But this is paradoxical, no, MRS, this is paradoxical. Um, you know, here 95% of the farmers you say are now using BT cotton and mm -hmm. yet, uh, you know, uh, there is policy paralysis as far as so this very large uh, uh, segment of the farming population is concerned and uh, you are depriving the farmers of uh, of choice some would say yeah politics also is, is a is another reason why there is paralysis in the policies because i'll tell you what we i got to hear from some of the people in the industry like now since the onus is on the state to allow the commercial trial say for example today uh, somebody wants to take up uh, commercial uh, cultivation of BT cotton say, in Tamil Nadu. It is going to elections right now. Had they invested last year, it's going to elections. We don't know what the result is. In case there's going to be a change in government, and if the incoming government says, no, nothing doing, you stop your uh, trials, then the comp whatever the company had invested in that trial will all be wasted. So that is the problem that the companies are facing in going in for trials and there is, uh, they're all wary because here the political parties are not taking a united stand on what is good for farmers. They are looking only at uh, short-term political gain. That is one of the reasons which I feel that we are not making much progress on uh, BT cotton and also GMO. MRS, if the farmers want it, if the, I'm sure the farmers have seen the benefits of BT cotton 
now as you've explained the uh, paradigm change in, in in yields and productivity then what is stopping the governments from giving the farmers what they are clamoring for you know which is why they are using illegal seeds to grow their cotton why why, why is the government dilly dallying on something the farmer says i want no that's what i said the government is now allowed from 2020 it is allowed but companies are not confident enough because of the political atmosphere now if the central government comes up with a particular policy almost all the opposition parties are up in arms they are they are against they don't even look at the pros and cons of a particular decision uh, there seems to be total opposition so this is actually put almost all the uh, companies in the gmo field on the back one example i can tell you is maharashtra where farmers are demanding that they want hstbt cotton they are saying give us the latest technology but no decision is forthcoming the maharashtra government uh, seems to be keeping quiet they have not uh, done anything they have not taken up the, the maharashtra farmers cause with the central government uh, and there was a particular uh, a group in maharashtra which uh, told us that uh, had uh, bt brinjal been allowed in maharashtra because bt brinjal is allowed to be tested only in eight states and maharashtra is not among them but what okay. a particular group of farmers said was that had they had maharashtra been there in the list we would have simply somehow got the state government permission to start testing it probably they were indicating uh, the uh, situation before there was a change in government bjp led fadnavis government to now yeah, the, uh, yeah probably they they, they are looking they, they were mentioning that yeah yeah the hdbd cotton for maharashtra farmers are uh, wanting it because removing weed manually is not only a cumbersome process but it's also also a little costly so they they prefer to cut down cost they think that bt cotton helps them to cut cost uh, in weed side and other things so there is a sense in what whatever is being said about uh, that bt cotton is actually leading to increased uh, uh, cultivation cost it's true because we have not had a new variety for almost 15 it's 15 years now if i find right okay Uh, mrs there's another interesting story that you written on uh, uh, bangladesh starting field trials of bt cotton and uh, in fact uh, jkc an indian company uh, is is the supplier uh, are there any long term implications for india with bangladesh uh, starting bt cotton trials is there a possibility that they'll start eating our lunch Uh, with cotton production as they did with apparel manufacturing there could be uh, because right now bangladesh sports about nearly 40% of its cotton requirement from india so bangladesh wants to raise uh, the cotton production to around 250 lakh bales they are uh, buying say around 50 lakh bales from india there could be some impact but i don't think there's going to be large scale impact there will be impact of bangladesh purchases from india and we have to see whether bangladesh can grow so much because uh, they will have to Uh, increase their acreage under cotton right now hardly 45000 hectares are under cotton in bangladesh i don't know how they are going to find they'll have to find the area to grow that that i think will be the main challenge for bangladesh or they i don't know whether they are going to go for uh, cotton with some other crop intercrop or something it all depends upon okay. but definitely um, bangladesh growing the uh, bangla uh, bt cotton in uh, bangladesh could be an indirect threat for india in the uh, in a way that you know if that is going to be grown in uh, bangladesh that cotton uh, could seeds could get uh, find their way into india 
because you know our border is very porous we have already had similar problems with the bt brinjal bt brinjal uh, is being grown in bangladesh for the last uh, 3 years seedlings of bt brinjal have found their way into a few states as far as uh, haryana gujarat and telangana and andhra pradesh these seedlings have reached there uh there is no guarantee why bt cotton will also not find their way the whatever variety that bangladesh is introducing there is no guarantee why that variety will not find its way into india it is very much possible that is where the farmers stand at risk because there is going to be no protection for farmers if these are spurious seeds then nobody is the farmers will stand to lose and nobody is going to stand guarantee for that there is a risk of allowing farmers to grow grow illegal strains and uh, they will stand to lose rather than gain because any loss to the crop any loss because of uh, even weather they'll stand to lose thanks a lot amaras uh, listeners that's it for uh, this edition of the field notes podcast see you soon